you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Hello and welcome to the daily NFL Fantasy Live podcast. Jason Smith alongside Michael Fabiano, Marcus Grant, Elliot Harrison, Molly Karam getting you set for Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, first of all. I know you're going to be keeping track of your fantasy teams as you go through the day of eating turkey and then eating pumpkin pie. Or if you're like me, you just get a little bit of pumpkin pie and just a whole lot of cool with them putting on top. But anyway, that's just my Thanksgiving. Today on the show, we have a full preview of all three Thanksgiving Day games. Who passes the test? Who you absolutely have to start on Thursday and who you should leave on your bench. Michael Fabiano also has all his big starts and sits for week 13. And you asked for it. Well, not really. You just decided to do it. Dr. Filiot will stop by and give fantasy advice to a very forlorn and upset and very nervous fantasy owner. This is basically Elliot Harrison in a big wig and a mustache. So, but that's Dr. Filiot. All that and more coming up today on the podcast. And now, after all that clever wordplay, I'm hungry. Feast and Thanksgiving and turkey. Are you always, you know? If you ask me any time of the day if I could go for either a nap or something to eat, I will say yes every single time. (laughs) Devil eggs. (laughs) Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison, who has enjoyed a nice side of devil eggs before the show. Remember, you can always submit the questions, your questions, get the latest fantasy news. Follow us at NFL Fantasy. Let's kick it off with some headlines. And number one, Matt Flynn is going to start against the Lions. The Packers' backup replaced a struggling Scott Tolzien last week. Last time Flynn started against the Lions, six touchdowns, one pick made about a zillion dollars thanks to his performance. He's living off of one day. It's like playing the lottery for the rest of his life. So I ask you this, Elliot. Is Matt Flynn worth starting on Thanksgiving? I think you can. I mean, if you're just absolutely sick of RG3 giving you duds, play Matt Flynn. You get 15 to 18 points. Here's what I like about his matchup. He's going to see those Lions helmets out there, and he's going to remember a day when he had his best day of his life. You know, that's confidence boosting. And as a quarterback and a professional NFL player, that's what you're looking for. You want to walk out the field and feel like you own it. I think that Matt Flynn will be very good on Thanksgiving. Kind of like looking back at your prom pictures. Yeah, something like that. Mullet, I feel good about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the mullet back then. I did, out of mullet. Yeah. I worked hey. in medieval times. Wow, TMI there from Elliot Harrison. Hey, how about the wide receivers? Uh, who do you play with Matt Flynn, knowing Matt Flynn's going to play quarterback? Oh, Dirty Nelson's a guy that you're going to have to start. The matchup is very good, although the Detroit Lions have been tough against opposing number one wideouts. you still got to play him. Jarrett Boykin's a good play. 
I'd even play James Jones as a third wide receiver in a larger league. This is going to be a shootout there. And with all the quarterbacks that we've seen that people didn't really know or trust who've had big games this year, why not, Matt Flynn? Why not? All right, now if you are watching games Sunday from Medieval Times, and maybe that's where you watch your game from, you will see Nick Foles play quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Not only that, you will see him play for the rest of the season as he has been named the starter for Philadelphia fans. This is the best news because anyone who picked up Nick Foles, the guy produces, now you know you're going to have him. You don't have to worry about a week 16. We're going back to Michael Vick. And that's good for him, too. He doesn't have to look over his shoulder, so that's going to just increase his confidence. Now, the matchup this week is, is pretty tough against the Arizona Cardinals, but They have given up an average of close to 17 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks on the road this year. Nick Foles is locked in as a top 10 fantasy quarterback right now. I'm going to have more on Foles later in the year, Jason. But, you know, this decision for Chip Kelly to name the starter going forward, that's a real tough question. It's kind of like, should I ever date Brooklyn Decker? Do I ever want to spend $10 seeing 13 going on 30 again at the theater? You know, really <laughs> tough question here. Start Nick Foles, please. Uh, here we go. Here's Nick Foles as a starter this season in five games, 13 touchdowns. Don't forget about his five rushing touchdowns, averaging 25 fantasy points per game. This is a guy who is a top, since he took over, is a top five fantasy quarterback. And he has a three TDs when he wasn't starting as well. So he's actually got 16 touchdowns and no interceptions. Let's move on. Raiders offensive coordinator Greg Olson has confirmed the team plans to stick with the, quote, hot hand of Rashad Jennings at running back Thursday against the Cowboys, even though Darren McFadden is ready to return. Now, Fabs, we had heard that this is what's going to happen because Rashad Jennings has earned that right. Does he earn the right to start on Thursday? He still has to play. The Cowboys are awful against the I mean, we've seen that. Andre Brown went off against it. Yep. The game that, that the Cowboys had in New Orleans, which was an abject disaster. Every running back in New Orleans had 20 fantasy points, including Deuce McAllister. They all had big-time fantasy production. You have to start Jennings. Right, and Cowboys won a middle linebacker, Sean Lee, back by Week 13. But Week 13 falls on a Thursday. That's too quick. I don't think he plays Rashad Jennings. All right, Michael Crabtree has been activated from the team's physically unable to perform list, the PUP list, on Tuesday. He was placed on the list in August, has been recovering from an Achilles injury. Crabtree expected to make his season debut this weekend against the Rams. Can you just, as simple as saying, hey, he's great with Colin Kaepernick? No? No, you can't plug and play. Not against the Rams, not when he hasn't played at all. I'm not saying that Crabtree won't give me any value going forward. But would I feel confident when a lot of people, Fabs, need a win right now? I just don't think you can even put him as a flex. Pick him up, yes. Stash him, yes. Start him, not right now. And remember, this is a very difficult injury for a player to come back from. Akbar Bajabia Miller, our pal here on NFL Fantasy Life, suffered the same injury during his career. And he said it's really tough, one of the most difficult ones to come back from. Stash him, don't start him just yet. Well, it could be potentially great news for Colin Kaepernick, who has been up and down as a fantasy quarterback this year. Take a look at what the offense looks like when Michael Crabtree plays. When he plays with Colin Kaepernick, 10 games, he gets almost 10 targets a game, 6 catches, 8 touchdowns, 88 yards a game. Does Michael Crabtree coming back, if you can't play him, does this give you more confidence in Kaepernick? It does give me more confidence in Kaepernick. Well, not only because he's got such a great rapport with, with Crabtree, but defenses now have to pay attention to Michael Crabtree. So he went from having Vernon Davis and Anquan Bolden to now he's got Davis, he's got Bolden, he's got Mario Manningham, and now he's got Crabtree. So now there's no excuses for him still. No excuses. It's still tough. You want to see how he returns, how he plays with Michael Crabtree returning. Now, since this week likely marks the final week of the fantasy football regular season, there's a lot of people who need some advice. We're going to take a moment to give some final advice for the very big week you have coming up as either you try to sneak into the playoffs or hold on to the seed that you've already clinched. So, Fabs, what tip do you have for this week? 
easy. Stick with your studs. Stick with the players who got you where you are. Because the fact of the matter is, if you go out and bench a guy, for example, like a Tom Brady, which I've done maybe once or twice during the regular season, and then he puts up a big number and your replacement for him doesn't, that's going to kill you the whole rest of the offseason. Man, why did I sit Tom Brady? That happened yep. to me last week with Phillip Rivers. I benched him. I played Joe Flacco. I lost in that league because of the decision. I did that Eli Manning never again. Never again, <laughs> Eli Manning. Elliot, what's your tip? All right, it's real simple, guys. Have fun. Have fun. Fantasy football is supposed to be fun. So when your team has six guys <laughs> go on IR, have fun. Enjoy it. Go on the waiver wire. It's great picking up Willis McGahee. See? <laughs> I'm going to go this way so you can cool off a little bit here. Before right. I'm glad you're not working yeah. medieval times. You'd have all that weaponry around you. I sold swords. He sold swords. That's tough to say. Yeah. You sold swords. <laughs> seashells, seashells by the seashore. Uh, don't pick anyone up off the waiver wire and play him this week. All right? You, I know Brandon Bolden's a nice pickup. Play him, stash him. But don't sit here and say, oh, man, I missed out on 15 points from T.Y. Hilton or Danny Amendola because I thought I could pick up a guy and plug him and play him off the waiver wire. Play with the guys you have that have been playing well the last four or six weeks. Don't grab somebody and throw them right in at what's the biggest week of the regular season. So, please, listen to that advice and keep Elliot away from Dance with who brung you. That's what you're saying. And back to the That's prom right. analogy. We've yeah. come full circle. That's right. There we go. For more now, let's throw it over to Molly Karam and Marcus Grade, who look like a very nicely dressed prom couple. Oh, thank you. I'm going to complete the circle. My fantasy tip for Elliot Harrison, no mullets while playing fantasy football. I'm just saying a 13 on 30 reference and a Medieval Times reference. We need a color me bad in here Right? Those guys worked it. You guys had me me (laughs) laughing quite a bit. All right. Thank you. Molly Karam here with our NFL.com fantasy editor, Marcus Grant. And we're going to take a look at the top player ads on NFL.com for week 13. The people that have been Feasting, Marcus. And let's start with Zach's. Um, let's start with Benny Cunningham with Zach Stacy's sideline, the undrafted rookie. He's been filling in nicely. He gets the uh, Niners this week. Yeah, and I think that's the cause for concern. One, the biggest cause for concern is not knowing what the status of Zach Stacy is going to be. Benny Cunningham has looked great, though, in relief. He had 13 carries, 109 yards last week in relief against the Bears. He's been averaging more than nine yards per carry in his last couple of games. So when he's on the field and getting his touches, he's been fantastic. But you really worry whether or not he's going to get those touches this this week if Zach Stacy is back. Plus, Niners defense is really nothing to joke around with. Another rookie, San Diego wide receiver Keenan Allen, has really become Philip Rivers' number one target at this point. Yeah, he absolutely has. He has seen 34 targets in the last four weeks. That's more than anybody on that Chargers roster. He's leading the team in catches and yards over the last month or so. And I know a lot of people were down on him because he had a couple of bad weeks exercise patience. Now people are running back to the waiver wire to pick him up. This guy's been here all year long. You just gotta believe this week the matchup may be not so great, but going forward, it looks really good for Keenan Allen. All right, let's go to the most drop now, the guys that are looking for the leftovers, gnawing for that last little bit of turkey. You see what I'm trying to do here? I see it. Okay, could you at least give me a sympathy smile? I feel you work. All right, let's start with Kenny Stills. New Orleans has, you know, a spread-the-wealth offense. Does he have any value at this point? Right now, it's really tough to trust Kenny Stills. His schedule going forward is not particularly favorable, and it's like playing roulette when you're dealing with Saints wide receivers. You never know who it's going to be. Is it going to be Lance Moore, Marcus Colston, maybe Kenny Stills? I think the other thing with Stills, is he is so much of a home run threat. He's not going to get a lot of targets. He's not going to get a lot of reception. So if he doesn't get you that long touchdown catch, then you're not getting a whole lot out of him. Plus, as I mentioned, the schedule's not good. I think at this point you look for help elsewhere. Jericho Cotri at the kids' table, and he is starving, held without a catch in Week 12. What do we do with him at this point? Yeah, I think it's another guy that you say goodbye to. Happy holidays to Jericho Cotri and send him on his way. No touchdowns in his last seven meetings, or seven career meetings, I should say, 
against the Baltimore Ravens. And he's another guy who's kind of feast or famine. Right now, the table is looking pretty barren for Jericho Cotre. It's another guy that I think you put on the waiver wire. Yeah, maybe we should wish a, a merry one. Happy holidays going further as All well because he might be done. He could take a plate on his way out. All right, coming up, good stuff. Fantasy guru Michael Fabiano gives you all the starts and sits for Week 13. Stick around to find out Forest top five guys that should be on your bench this weekend. And later, our resident fantasy therapist, Dr. Filiot, is in the house to cure your fantasy woes and help you get to the playoffs. This is NFL Fantasy Live, and this is happening. That's a handsome gentleman. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live, the official fantasy football show of the NFL. Molly Karam here with Elliot Harrison, Michael Fabiano, and Tom the Turkey. And guys, getting in the holiday spirit of Thanksgiving, let's talk about some fantasy turkeys. So meaning these are guys that you need to consider sitting this week. Let's start with quarterbacks and especially focus on Eli Manning. Why are you sitting him against the Skins uh, defense? This is a great matchup on paper. The Redskins defense has been just plain awful. And we saw that on Monday night against Colin Kaepernick. But look at Eli Manning's numbers against the Washington Redskins. One touchdown pass or less in 16 of 17 career meetings against the Washington Redskins. 300-plus passing yards just twice in 17 career meetings against the Redskins. This has more to do with the fact that he just plain doesn't do well against Washington than it does with Washington's lack of a pass defense this season. Yeah, struggling against a divisional opponent. Here's a look at Eli Manning's last four games against the Redskins. Not quite the stuff fantasy owners can feast on. Two touchdowns, six interceptions, with an average of just barely 10 fantasy points a game. Now, Elliot, explain this to me. Nick Foles just officially named the starter. Mm-hmm. You're calling him a fantasy turkey. Uh, I am. How I come? Am. Because I don't want 14 fantasy points on my hand. I don't think Tommy the turkey <laughs> digs my nachos right now, but I'm going to tell you, you don't want 14. It's Thanksgiving run. You don't want 14 fantasy points on your holiday, do you? And I'll tell you why you don't and why you're going to get it. Because he's playing the Arizona Cardinals. That's not an easy matchup. The Cardinals are winning right now mostly on the strength of their defense. They have a good secondary. They also have 23 takeaways. So Nick Foles, who hasn't thrown any interceptions, and that's why he's been so valuable for you, not getting those dreaded minus twos. Against the Cardinals, I'm expecting him to have two turnovers. Give him a fumble loss and an interception. I'm not saying he's going to be awful. Fabs, do you want 14 points from your fantasy starter? I don't typically. I think Foles can do better than that, but you're right. This is a very tough start. No, we want to feast on Thanksgiving. We do want to feast. Okay, let's continue with this and the turkey theme with the running back position. Which running backs are going to see stuffing? Get it? Uh, I saw that. I wouldn't even give Stephen Ridley cranberry sauce, all right, for Thanksgiving. He's had some fumbling issues. He would fumble it onto the ground. He has lost three fumbles in his last three games, and right now he is in the doghouse in New England. I'd rather play Shane Vereen. I'd even rather play Brandon Bolden. This has nothing to do with the matchup against the Texans and everything to do with the fact that Bill Belichick doesn't trust Stephen Ridley because, Elliot, he's a fumbler. Yeah, you know how much Bill Belichick likes running backs to put the ball on the carpet? About as much as Fabs likes me saying sit Kobe Fleener, but we'll get to that one in a minute. Right now, let's talk a little MJ. We call that a tease in the business. Yeah, yeah. they also have Bolden and Blunt. Yeah, let's talk about MGD. We're not even certain that the team will sign the soon-to-be free agent next season. Yeah, I just don't like the matchup here. I mean, the Cleveland Browns, yeah, they're having their, their struggles this season, but it's not the defensive side of the ball. In fact, they're only allowing 98 rushing yards per game. They're allowing 3.4 yards per carry. So if MJD does not get a touchdown for you, he's not going to have much fantasy value. I see about a 
Keep him on five, five, six-point game. You need more from your running back or flex spot. Fabs, is this other Jags player going to eat on Thanksgiving week? Mm-hmm. Cecil Shores? He is going to be starving because Joe Hayden's going to be all over him. And that is Cecil Shorts. This is a guy who has no touchdowns in six straight games, less than nine fantasy points in each of his last five games. And Joe Hayden, I think he's going to be a little ticked off over the fact that Antonio Brown got the best of him last week. Cecil Shorts on your bench. Turkey, turkey. Elliot, last week Eric Decker targeted just four times in the passing game. This week against the Chiefs, will he eat even less? Yeah, I think he's going to eat less. And, you know, I'm just glad I'm not having to start him except I am. Eric Decker <laughs> is uh, playing against Kansas City Chiefs, which is a little better matchup now that they have injuries on their pass rush fabs. But here's the deal. Eric Decker hasn't gotten you a touchdown since October 20th. Yeah, October 20th. That's week seven. <laughs> That's okay? I'm tired of putting in my lineup and seeing 5.2. Listen, That's great. you're a true professional. It's hard for me to focus right now. I agree. With I agree. Tom the turkey I'm hanging out with you. not afraid of brown you. either. No, you aren't. <laughs> All right, let's go to Probably some tight shoulder. ends, fantasy turkeys, guys that it will not be gravy for moving ahead. And let's start with Justin, uh, Jared Cook here. He really hasn't been doing much and no change with uh, Sam Bradford, not at quarterback. Well, he had a really good game last week, but I don't want people to chase the fantasy points with Jared Cook because now he's got to play the San Francisco 49ers. They have given up the fewest fantasy points to tight ends this season. No receiving touchdowns for tight ends in the last four weeks. Hey, Jared Cook, good in week one. Hadn't been good since then. Good last week. I am avoiding him at all costs. I would rather play Kobe Fleener. Elliot Harris. Jared Cook won't be cooking. Will Kobe Fleener? Uh, Kobe Fleener, I don't like him. I, I love your phrase of chasing fantasy points. Yes, he had a 100-yard game, but how often is Kobe Fleener going to get you 100 yards? You need the touchdown, and Tennessee does not give up passing touchdowns. They've given up eight this season. Eight! We're in week 13, man. That's the lowest in the league. In fact, you know who else wanted to check in on this segment? I'm What's a woman, that? but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> the fantasy predator, I think. Really? Yeah. I haven't heard but, of him. Uh, I didn't, yeah, maybe he'll show up I haven't heard of him. He's right, he may be let's scared get, of the turkey. Let's get to yeah. the recap board here right now of all the uh, fantasy turkeys this week. Are guys, you petting the you turkey? Can... You are petting the turkey, aren't you, Molly? All right, we got Eli Manning, Nick Foles, <laughs> Stephen Ridley. I'm ignoring you. MJD, Cecil Shorts. I can't bounce them on my shoulder like Elliot. I don't have the skills. Eric Decker, Jerry Cook, and Kobe Fleener. Oh, still to come on NFL Fantasy Live, which stars need to be riding the pine this weekend and which underperformers are must-starts? Find out next when Michael Fabiano reveals all his starts and sits for Week 13. I have turkeys attacking me. Plus, who are the sleepers that will awake this weekend and be the difference between you watching the fantasy playoffs for fun or watching with a chance to rise like a champion? More NFL Fantasy Live after this. Stick around. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Jason Smith here with our own Fantasy Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano. You would just pick all quarterbacks, all running backs, all wide receivers. You wouldn't, no, no linemen would go, no kickers, no defenses, just all skill guys. Well, do they play defense in the Pro Bowl? I mean, <laughs> they don't. Do they really play no, defense? you got to get in on that. you got to help those guys draft. Listen, I'm working on it, Smith. All right, Bert. I'm working on it. <laughs> now, every Wednesday, you reveal all your starts and sits for the week. So let's start with the quarterbacks for Week 13. These are Michael Fabiano's recommendations of who to put in your lineup. And who you can sit down. 
Matthew Stafford, Tony Romo, Phillip Rivers back in the good graces after a big breakout performance last week. He had been slow for a while. Andy Dalton, who has tremendous playoff matchups in fantasy. Pick up Andy Dalton if you can. Your sleeper is Josh McCown against Minnesota. But, Fabs, you know, you look at this list, I see names like Rivers and guys on here, and I think, Boy, some names don't belong, and then you see Tony Romo, who's always good on Thanksgiving. He is always good on Thanksgiving in six games on Turkey Day, 17 touchdowns, just six interceptions. Great matchup against the Raiders. They've allowed the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks over the last four weeks. So despite the fact that Romo hasn't been that great over his last two games, I am still starting him, especially on Turkey Day. Yeah, some traditions you have to you have to adhere by, and this is one of them. That's one of them. What about the tradition of Ben Roethlisberger being worth being started in fantasy? I would not play Ben Roethlisberger. I know he's been better in recent weeks, but the Ravens have allowed the third fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks on their home field. And look at Roethlisberger's numbers against the Ravens. Not good. Five touchdowns, 12 turnovers, and five career road games in Baltimore. I'm sitting Ben Roethlisberger. All right, let's take a look at the running backs now. Fabs' recommendations for here in Week 13. Rashad Jennings. Yes, I know that Darren McFadden's going to play, but look, as the Raiders said, Rashad Jennings has earned this no matter what the health status of Darren McFadden is. Andre Brown, Fred Jackson. You got Chris Ivory against Miami. Sleeper alert, Donald Brown against Tennessee, but perhaps Fred Jackson at some point, we got to see C.J. Spiller, right? Well, you might be able to start both of these guys. The matchup is that good. I see Freddie as more of an RB2 and Spiller as a, a risk-reward flex. This is a great matchup. Atlanta has allowed the third most fantasy points to running backs on the road this year. Now, Freddie Jackson hasn't been great over the last six weeks, but he does have a rushing touchdown in three of his last four games against the NFC. Now, you could say it. It's, a, it's not risk-reward for Spiller. It's just risk. It is risk. <laughs> the, the reward is that he's playing Atlanta. That's the reward. <laughs> All right, Bobby Rainey burst on the scene two weeks ago with a great game. Not so much last week. Look, we knew Fab's coming down the stretch. His schedule was going to be very difficult. It was all about the matchups, and this week is not a good one against the Panthers. They've allowed the fourth fewest fantasy points to running backs this season and only three rushing touchdowns. That's second fewest in the National Football League. So kudos if you pick Bobby Rainey up off of waivers. Don't start him this week. Yeah, some guys, you just have to be patient until the playoffs start. Then you can get him back in your lineup. Phillip Rivers a guy. We talk about him. That's one of the guys that, to, that falls under that category. Wide receivers, we go here now. And, Fabs, wide receivers, the last couple weeks, we've seen some big numbers from guys like Josh Gordon, Antonio Brown. They've really become top five players over the last couple of weeks. No doubt. And especially Josh Gordon, this is a guy you have to get in your lineup. Harry Douglas, Michael Floyd, Jared Boykin at wide receiver. Start these guys. Players you want to sit. Marcus Colston in Seattle. T.Y. Hilton's a risk against Tennessee. Cecil Shorts on Hayden Island. And my sleeper is Kendall Wright. Let's get back to Josh Gordon. This is a kid who has led all wide receivers in fantasy points over the last two weeks. He's been phenomenal. He's playing the Jaguars this week. Yeah, the Jaguars, they did hold Andre Johnson in check last week. But at this point, Josh Gordon is a superior wide receiver. Get him in your lineup. Torrey Smith, who has had a nice season, not a breakout, but a nice season, is a sit for him. It's all about the matchup here. Torrey Smith has fewer than 75 receiving yards in each of his five career meetings against the Steelers. One touchdown in those games as well. So as much as I like Torrey Smith, the guy's a great player and he's having a very good season. If you have depth at wide receiver, well, Torrey Smith should be on your bench. So this isn't a straight sit. This is if you have other options. Exactly. The numbers just don't really pan out here for Torrey Smith having a big game. All right, one of the big mysteries in fantasy this year, Fabs, has come to the, from the tight end position. You see Jordan Cameron going to get back in the big swing of things. He's playing the Jaguars. Why not? You That's say right. Jaguars and think this is it. Greg Olson, Martellus Bennett, your sleeper, Brent Selleck, but 
Here's Kobe Fleener, who, Fabs, I don't get it. The guy is a top five tight end the last three weeks. He's been fantastic. And in his last game against the Tennessee Titans, he had eight catches, 107 yards. He has eight or more fantasy points in four of his last five weeks. And he's still available in a lot of leagues on NFL.com. Now, I know some of these leagues are probably dead, but I don't think 60% of leagues are dead right now <laughs> on any platform. If Fleener's available, please pick him up and start him if yeah. you need a tight end. And you know, when, when Reggie Wayne went out, you saw it was a direct result of the targets that were going to Wayne are now going to Kobe Fleener. It simply took a little while, but this guy's becoming an elite tight end. Could be a weekly top five guy before long. Now, Antonio Gates started out pretty good this year, Fabs, but not this week. Yeah, lately, Antonio Gates has not been as good. One receiving touchdown in his last four games uh, at home and fewer than 75 yards in seven straight games. And the Bengals are just tough on tight ends. They've allowed the eighth fewest fantasy points to the position this season. You're seeing a little bit more of Darius Green there in that rotation. So Antonio Gates is probably a low-end tight end one this week, but temper your expectations. This Bengals defense is going to hold him in check. Right now, we're going to take a look at some defenses that we like. And, and this is how, when you talk about the matchups being so important, it's not often we say start the Cowboys defense, <laughs> but this week, start the Cowboys defense. This is where fantasy and reality are very different. On the field, the Cowboys defense stinks. You want to start your players against them, they're that bad. But what do they do, Jason? They sack the quarterback and they force turnovers. And that's good news against a Raiders offense that has really struggled outside of Rashad Jennings playing well. And you've still got an inexperienced quarterback in Matt McGloin under center. I think the Cowboys are a very good play. There's a lot of these. You've got like the Miami Dolphins against the Jets, the Cleveland Browns against the Jaguars, the Patriots against the Texans. But the Cowboys are a good one as well. All right, the Chiefs defense, which all year long has been stardom. They're matchup proof. The last two weeks, now it's not just one week. It's a couple weeks they've proven they're not matchup proof. You want to talk about a turkey. Negative three fantasy <laughs> points last week for the Chiefs, and they have scored four or fewer fantasy points in three of their last four games. The last time they played the Broncos, which was a couple weeks back, they only scored six fantasy points. The Chiefs' defense has gone from hero to zero very quickly. Man, that was Vanilla Ice, I think, right? Cool as ice? Drop I have zero, never listened to a Vanilla Ice song in my entire life. You never saw life. that movie? No. Is he in Motley Crue? No. Van Halen? <laughs> Metallica? He's in none of those groups. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Still to come. The miseducation of Michael Fabiano's <laughs> musical taste. The NFL tradition of football on Thanksgiving continues. So we're here to give you a full preview of all the games so you can set your lineup. It's a huge week. We'll take care of you. This is NFL Fantasy Live. Take a ride on the wild side, Smith. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Molly Karam joined by Elliot Harrison and Marcus Grant. They're in the middle of a staring contest. Meanwhile, I have business to get to, gentlemen. One of the hottest names, guys, you have to give analysis in the segment. Names trending on Fantasy Genius is Phillip Rivers. He's been up and down all season, but still the fourth highest scoring quarterback in fantasy this season. Do you trust him moving forward? 27.8 points last week, Elliot. Yeah, absolutely. I've been saying for weeks on this show, every Wednesday, I'm like, go get this guy. When we did the trade deadline, Marcus, I said, go get Phillip Rivers. And it's all because of his remaining schedule. And when you look at it, it doesn't lay out any better. Okay, he's got a semi-tough game this weekend. I think he gets 17 points versus the Bengals. I'm not talking about week 13. Week 14, Giants. Week uh, 15, Broncos. Week 16, Raiders. Two of those three games are at home, Molly. It doesn't lay out any better than that. Giants can't stop anybody. The Broncos getting shootouts. The Raiders, they don't have a great secondary either. Why not play Phillip Rivers going forward, Marcus? Yeah. 
what he said. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. Staring contest and what he said. All right, here's Philip Rivers' remaining schedule, as Elliot just alluded to. He has three 400-yard games so far. The only person to have four games was Dan Marino in 1984. How about them apples? Meanwhile, we need to move on because it's my favorite time of the week. It's time now for Engineer to Win, presented by Volkswagen. This is when we put 1.30 on the clock, and then what do we do? We let it rip. Let it rip. We let it rip. All right, we're going to go through as many Fantasy Genius questions as we can, submitted by you, the fans. So feel free to log on and do that. You ready, guys? Let's go. First one, top fantasy player on Thanksgiving, Marcus. I'm going to go with Tony Romo just because traditionally he's been very good on Thanksgiving. I think they're going to throw the ball around a lot. I think he spreads it around. Des Bryant, Jason Witten, all these guys get some. I like Romo a lot. You know what? I like Des Bryant. I think Des Bryant is going to be the recipient. He's been a little bit down. Des Bryant explodes on Thanksgiving. So two Cowboys. All right. Who will be the biggest sleeper of the week? And before we get to that, I just want to point out, we have music now. We've been upgraded. This is, this is fantastic. It's a party. Go ahead. Biggest sleeper of the week? I, I think the biggest sleeper of the week is going to be Jarrett Boykin. He's a guy who sees a lot of targets. He, he seems to have a, a rapport with whoever the quarterback's going to be, probably Matt Flynn. I like him a lot. And a great matchup. And a week. great matchup. You know, I like the Cowboys defense. It's somebody that Fabs has talked about. They do get the turnovers. The Cowboys defense has been lousy in reality. Let's be honest. You start all your guys against them, but they can't get fancy points. They will get over double digits. Better start Rashad Jennings against the Cowboys or DeMarco Murray versus the Raiders. I'm going Rashad Jennings. I think even with Darren McFadden there, I see. I think he still sees a lot of carries. This week. Me too. Rashad Jennings. I like the touches, and again, the Cowboys defense not good. Better start Philip Rivers against the Bengals or Russell Wilson versus the Saints. I'm going Russell Wilson on this one. I know the Boo. Saints have been tough, but Jabari Greer being dinged Boo. up, I think I think will help him out. It's not nope. Halloween. It's Thanksgiving. I say Rivers gets 17. Russell Wilson gets 14. Okay, better start Jordan Cameron versus the Jaguars or Kobe Fleener against the Titans. I'm going Fleener. He's getting all the targets that Reggie Wayne would have gotten when he was there. I like Jordan Cameron because he's been down a few weeks and the matchup against that Jags secondary. I love it. Gentlemen, I hate to break it to you, but that's the last one. That's it? That's yeah. it. Good stuff. We're done? Yeah, well, we're we had done. cool music this week. Time to go eat. We do. That what was fantastic. Do, we get all made up and Let me upgrade up you like Beyonce. <laughs> all right, that was Engineered to Win by Volkswagen for some Week 13 Fantasy Sleepers. Now let's throw it over to my friend Adam Rank. Hey, everybody. Adam Rank here, and every week I give you my top sleepers, a little column I like to call Ranks 11. You can check that out at NFL.com slash Ranks 11. But you, for you fine folks at home, why don't I give you a little taste right now? And as you see, there are some quarterbacks on the list because Aaron Rodgers and Jay Cutler are not expected to play. And unfortunately, RG3 is expected to play, so you probably need some help at the position. Some other guys, a lot of running backs on the list. There's even a tight end down there. Rob Hausler is sneaking onto this list. But I will start with the running backs. And here is the question. Can you believe in Brandon Bolden? Well, yes, you can. While it's true, we will never truly know what's going on in the mind of Bill Belichick. I do know three things that he hates. Sleeves, Tom Coughlin, and running backs who fumble the football. So Bolden will be back in the mix against the Texans who have allowed the eighth most points to fantasy running backs over the last two weeks. Now, if you need a receiver... Look no further than Michael Floyd, who has finally started to relish his position opposite Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, it's impossible not to. That would be like starring opposite George Clooney and not becoming a star. Oh, wait, that's right. Chris O'Donnell did kind of fizzle after Batman and Robin. Well, don't worry about that. Floyd is a great start against the Eagles, who've allowed the most points to receivers this year. And if you want to get into the holiday spirit, how about a little love for Jared Boykin? At some point, 
you have to acknowledge what he's been doing. He's been consistent in recent week. He gets targeted a ton, and the matchup is a pretty good one. The Lions do a pretty good job against number one receivers, but it's the number two guys that always seem to run free. Look at what Underwood did last week for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I expect Boykin to do that again on Thursday. So there you are. Those are ranks 11 sleepers. Now, if you want a truly deep sleeper, a defense that is so obscure, you might not have even realized this team is still in the league. Well, you can go to NFL.com slash ranks 11 and check that out. And that's it for me. That's what I call a tease, Adam Rank. Coming up next, the doctor is in. Is that your Elliot? Dr. Is that your, your, your I don't know, but that guy looks like he's, he's got a Miles Austin. He has some heavy lifting to do. He is overwhelmed by a fantasy enthusiast. That is next. Trust me, you don't want to miss that. Today on an all-new Dr. Filiot. Dr. Filiot, I am just at the end of my rope. I'm a fantasy hoarder. It feels good to say it at least. I want to collect as much talent as I can, but I can never pick the right guys for my lineup. One guy's in, one guy's out. I'm sitting him. I can't even see it all on one page. I get so overwhelmed with the clutter and the stats, but I can't help myself. But that's not all. I keep picking up random players. Sometimes middle of the night, I'll do it. Some guys haven't been in the league in years. I actually started Titus Young in one of my leagues last week, Dr. You have to help me. I look like a college basketball coach at the end of a game, all slovenly and exhausted. What can I do? All that and more coming up. All right, everybody. Hey, hey, good to see you. Good to see you. Good. I like the hoodie. I'm a fan of the hoodie. Hey, welcome everybody to Dr. Philliot. I'm fantasy therapist, Dr. Philliot. Now, I want to welcome our guest to today's show. I got a letter here. From uh, Jason Smith, who's having a little bit of problems, a little bit of what we call FI, fantasy insecurity. Jason, thanks for coming on, partner. Well, thanks, doctor. Thank you for helping me with my problems. So I, I see that you're, uh, you're a little slovenly, but you look good for us. But I uh, watched your video, I read your letter, and uh, you're having a few problems. I'm, I'm a hoarder. I, I keep trying to pick up people and keep them on my roster. My roster's illegal half the time. I have like eight tight ends on my roster at all times. I, I just don't know who to start. I keep picking them up and playing, picking them up. Hey, calm down. You can't reach through a turducken with wet hands, Jason. Okay, so you just need to find a tight end. Right. Yes. All tight right. end. All right, Jason, we're going to handle this for you. Now, we got a lot to sort through here. Scoring points, finding a tight end, a good matchup, and your complete lack of composure. I'm going to tell you right now, this is a turkey shoot. Three problems putting a hit on your fantasy team at once. It's got nothing to do with anything else, but you can't get a quail with a pea shooter, Jason. I'm going to tell you that right now. That's why you see this piece of video on your TV at home. You're in your living room. You got to play Greg Olson. Don't play him because of jealousy. You know, Jason, the blonde locks. I understand you and I fish off the same dock on that one, partner. <laughs> we all like to have his hair. You want his fantasy numbers. And that's Shiano. He's going to have all the victory formation. He can stump it. I hope so, because I played Kellen Winslow and Jeff Cumberland in my flex last week. And what is it that you're worried about? I mean, why, why don't you just go in there and you click submit? I mean, I see all this video of you. You, you know, you had a sippy cup, I think, in one of those little things that we saw there. I mean, what's the problem? I, I just can't decide. I have all these, I know you know, all these experts are telling me, here's what to do, here's what not to do. And I, you know, the experts confuse me sometimes. All right. All right, let me sort this out for you. Which defense should you start? I'm going to tell you right now which defense you should start, Okay. What you got here is how you view yourself, 
and the looking glass self, the classic paradox in psychology. Let me tell you what that means. Quit looking at your fancy team through a Canadian whiskey glass, Jason. Dr. Philly is going to bottom line this deal. Play the Browns. I keep seeing the Sleepy Hollow promos on Sunday. I'll tell you, the Jags and the Jets are the headless horsemen out there. That's what we call a segue. Play the Dolphins, too. Get yourself some picks and call it a day. That's a plus two in standard NFL.com league scoring. Plus two for you, your spouse, and your fantasy team. All right, but you're telling me to play two defenses. Jason, if you see a fork in the road, take it. But I, I, but I can only play one of those two. Now, I see in your letter here that uh, you got a uh, bad quarterback, good matchup, good quarterback, bad matchup. Tell me about that. Yeah, well, guys like Andrew Luck I have, uh, Phillip Rivers I have, and I have bad matchups this week, and I'm not going to get a lot of fantasy points. It's a big week, final week before the playoffs, so I need to put some guys in there who are going to get me fantasy points. Are you, uh, what are you in, insurance sales? Uh, no, I host a, a TV show, Fantasy Life. I, I thought so. Smith, you got to tap the brakes on the wine and, and slam them on the worry and quit thinking about what the fantasy experts say. It's a trap. The Geno Smith looking fella and the little Italian guy who drives the 87 I Rock. Forget those guys. Play Josh McCown and call it a day. By the way, 87 was a good year for the I Rock. Reminds me of uh, Keenan McCardell. You play him. I, he hasn't been in the league in like six years. He was finished with the Chargers. Oh, I meant Keenan Allen. Shoot, don't play him either. Hey, bad matchup. McCown, good matchup. Wilson, bad matchup. Don't listen to these network guys. A couple of them were born on third base, think they hit a triple. But how do you get on third if you don't? Hey, listen, we went over what you need to do, uh-huh. okay? Now, what did you learn today? Uh, um, Greg Olson. Well, uh, either the Browns Pretend or the- like you're having this discourse with your computer. Oh, Who are oh. you playing? Okay, click click on Olsen. Click on the Browns. Click on Keenan McCardell. Keenan Allen. No, Josh McCown. How about that, everybody? Oh. Come on, can we get up for Jason right oh. there? All right, now, the message for all of you out there is this. A team of archaeologists could say they found a fossil and all they did was discover a dinosaur turd. Use a waiver wire, play your matchups, and trust your own judgment. Now, coming up after the break, it's Turkey Day. You can't have Thanksgiving without a slate of NFL games. We're here with a full preview of who you need to start, who you need to sit, all on Thanksgiving. I'll tell you what, this is NFL Fantasy Live's Dr. Philly. It's all right, everybody. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Take a look at our Thanksgiving Day schedule. Things kick off. The Packers and the Lions. Matt Flynn at quarterback for Green Bay in that one. Raiders and the Cowboys. Despite the potential return of Darren McFadden, Rashad Jennings still the number one running back there in Oakland. And Steelers and the Ravens. Let's see how many Wildcat plays the Ravens wind up running on Thanksgiving night. NFL Fantasy Live is the official fantasy football show of the NFL. Jason Smith alongside Michael Fabiano and Marcus Grant. Now, before we get to some fantasy analysis... For Thursday's games, let's throw it to our meteorologist, Jim Kosick, at ABC4 in Salt Lake City for the Turkey Day forecast. Jim? Well, Jason, Michael, and Marcus, while I always come prepared for football and eating, if you are not, may I suggest going deep? As in deep fried. That's your best bet because listen up. Mother Nature, massive storm system along the East Coast just drilling cold air down in from Canada. What could that possibly mean? 
well, flurries for your tailgating festivities outside of Ford Field. Inside, you're comfy 69, for crying out loud. That's not bad, but there is a ton of sunshine down the road in the Big D. I have trouble calling this AT&T Stadium. It's been Cowboy Stadium for a gajillion years. Nonetheless, 49, hey, Penn State are coming to town right there, and Matt McGloin, we'll see how he does right there. Got to give him a shout-out. Meanwhile, at M&T Bank, battle of five and six teams. Weather, not really a factor because, well, you live in the Northeast, you expect the cold, and it's actually not going to be nearly as harsh. That being said, though, come Sunday, we are watching cold air in Cleveland, New York, well, New Jersey, Philadelphia, and also on the opposite coast as we get some dome teams and some cold air teams coming on in. Whew. So that being said, guys, I know we have more coming up on these Turkey Day matchups, but please, a little quiet time because it's the trip and do trip the trip, whatever nap time, guys. All right, thanks. I feel like Alex Trebek. Trip to fan. I'm sorry. Trip to fan. Select again. I'm just hoping he carves me up some dark meat. That's, that's what I'm looking for. You know, for. when you, the you, Cowboys you, and uh, Raiders get into the middle of that field, it's going to be cold. All right. Well, very good. Hey, Fabs. <laughs> Fabs could be a meteorologist as well. Okay. We're going to talk about these Thanksgiving games now, starting with the Packers and the Lions. Look, you're going to start Eddie Lacy in this one. You're going to start Matthew Stafford. But a couple of questions out there. And the first one is Jared Boykin. Are you starting him this week, Mr. Hat? Uh, you know what? I am starting Jared Boykin this week. I, I think he has really earned some some targets. I think he's earned some looks. And no matter who the quarterback's going to be, which looks like it's going to be Matt Flynn, I think he's a guy that you can trust going forward. I, I, I don't even know if I can give analysis with you wearing that hat. <laughs> I like Jared Boykin. The matchup is very good. If you're in a PPR league, he is especially valuable. This kid has really come out of nowhere to become a very good fantasy option for fantasy owners. How about Reggie Bush? He's been up and down lately. Go ahead. I know you want to say it. What? I just I like Sir Reginald Alfred Bush II. <laughs> I, I knew that was going to happen. You know, I, I, I think he's going to run the ball well. I mean, he's done very well at home. Certainly the weather is not going to be a factor, as Jim Kosick mentioned. And the Lions, they need a win. They're going to spread the ball around to their playmakers. We know Calvin Johnson's going to get his looks. But I think Reggie Bush sees a lot of action this week as well. Let's move on to Oakland and Dallas. Rashad Jennings, fab. he's earned this start. He's earned his spot on your roster. Yeah, what do you think there, Tommy Turkey? Yeah, I think this is a good start for Rashad Jennings. He has been phenomenal. There's only been one running back who scored more fantasy points over the last four weeks, and that's Adrian Peterson. So that's some pretty good company. The Cowboys have given up the most fantasy points to running backs this season. They've been awful against the run. So start Rashad Jennings, despite the fact, as you mentioned, that McFadden could be back. You can't trust him because he's wearing a hat, but you actually asked your turkey for fantasy advice. <laughs> oh, he gives pretty good advice, Smith. All right, how about Rod Marcus? However you communicate with your turkey, Rod Streeter. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, no, Rod Streeter's a guy. I think you play Rod Streeter if you're really hurting at the position. I think there are a lot of other options, but he's a guy who's going to see targets. Denarius Moore is now out for the week, so Rod Streeter, in his absence in the past, has stepped up and played really well. I think he sees some looks against that Cowboys secondary, but I also think that he's well down your list of receivers that you're plugging in this week. For the Cowboys, you're playing Dez, you're playing Jason Witten, and you're playing Tony Romo on Thanksgiving. Take a look at his career as a starter on Turkey Day Fabs. Uh, not, not a bad day for him. Six games, 17 touchdowns. Pretty, pretty, pretty good, as Larry David would say. And this is a guy who, unless you have Peyton Manning or a superstar quarterback of that caliber, you're starting Tony Romo on Turkey Day. I remember a few years back, he had, what, five, six touchdowns against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He likes to play on Turkey Day. And he likes to play teams that are bad, like the <laughs> Oakland Raiders. That's How true. How about DeMarco Murray, Marcus? I like DeMarco Murray as well. And I know that the Cowboys have been kind of spreading it around a little bit in the backfield. But DeMarco Murray is still the primary guy. And I like the fact 
that he runs the ball, and then he'll catch the ball out of the backfield as well. I think this is going to be a really high-scoring affair between the Raiders and Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day, and I think DeMarco Murray is going to be right in the middle of that. Pittsburgh and Baltimore, the night game. You're absolutely playing Antonio Brown. He's turned into a top-five fantasy wide receiver. Anybody that can do what he did to Joe Hayden, you're starting him. But, Fabs, how about Ben Roethlisberger? The matchup is not good for Roethlisberger in Baltimore, and his career numbers in Baltimore against this team have not been good. Five touchdowns, 12 turnovers in his career. I am benching Big Ben on Thursday night. Right. Le'Veon Bell, you would say, of course you start the guy. The guy's getting you 10-plus fantasy points a week, but Marcus, this is maybe the most difficult matchup he's had against the Ravens defense. Yeah, it really is. I mean, but I think he's the kind of guy who has earned the right to be in your lineup, maybe as a flex at the best, but I think he's going to see a lot of opportunities, and if Ben Roethlisberger struggles, they may turn to Le'Veon Bell to try to move the football. All right, Fabs, you talked about Torrey Smith being a sit earlier. We're going to talk about it all the time. How about Ray Rice, you guys? You guys playing him? Ray Rice is a flex. This is a good matchup. It's not a fantastic matchup, but this is not the Steelers' defense that you feared in terms of running the football. This year, they're mediocre at best. Yeah, exactly. Ray Rice is a matchup-based option. This is one of the matchups you like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to now, since it is going to be Thanksgiving, we're talking about what we're thankful for fantasy-wise. So, Marcus, what's something that you're thankful for this fantasy season? I am thankful that I ended up with Russell Wilson as a keeper and only had to give up an 11th-round pick for him this past year. And when it's come to situations where Roddy White has been disappointing, where Alfred Morris has been a mystery at times, Russell Wilson has kind of kept me in, and he's helped me make the playoffs in my league of record. You know, it's crazy because we saw him coming in. He was going to be a great player. Then he lost some mojo going forward, and now 11th round pick. That's terrific. Fabs, I have a feeling I know who you're going to talk about, who you're thankful for. I'm thankful I ain't this guy because come Thursday, <laughs> he's going to be in big trouble. It's but I am toy, very – would you stop it? Have a sense of humor for one, Smith. I'm very grateful that I have Zach Stacy on my fantasy team. He has been phenomenal. This guy has come out and played so well, both on the field and from a fantasy perspective. I'm just hoping he's going to be okay this week, of course. He had the head injury last week. And Zach Stacy's mom has got it going on. Remember when, <laughs> remember when I coming. mowed the lawn and she came out in a towel? <laughs> Look, I'm thankful. I would like to thank America because they rejected my Eddie Lacy and Le'Veon Bell for Rob Gronkowski trade in week three. Thank you, America. My team wouldn't be the same without you. That's a wrap. Fantasy fans, make sure you join us on Friday for a full recap of the Turkey Day games, plus a complete preview of this weekend's games. And Marcus is still going to have that hat on, right? Gobble, gobble. Are you? Fab's here. Take this. Thanksgiving. Take this back. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Dot com slash compatibility.